So, God can be honored with substance. Huh? The way we do this stage can honor God, it can also dishonor him. The kind of carpet we do can honor God, it can dishonor him. Am I preaching to somebody at all? And when they get up, they just want to dress nice, nice and go into church. Yeah, the way you even appear, otherwise the dress of the high priest and the priest who served in God's tabernacle would have been gra-gra dress. But look at the amount of effort God put into designing the dress of the high priest. Listen, don't just appear in church saying, Lord, we have appeared. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Madamina, yes, you hallelujah. Or say, Yeah, oh, you may but I don't care. I don't want you to appear like a madman in church. They say, You are coming to worship. Is that how you appear before your kings and your chiefs? Am I talking to somebody at all? Honor, Mayokosho Kabaha. I remember when we were children in school, when they say the president or the prime minister is coming, oh, we will polish you. We polish her until we removed the leather from the shoe. You polish it and you say it's not polished. Meanwhile, the president coming won't see you. And by the time you walk to school, the shoe is dusty. But we said, President is coming. Oh, so boy, when you are going to preach, you look at your dress. I scarcely go to preach without putting that dress out for not less than 12 hours. No, it will hang in my eyes 12 hours ago. I iron the thing, I hang it. And I'm looking at it. 12 hours. 8 hours. I look at it, I say, no, the suspender has to change. The tie has to change. This one is not matching well. I don't just gather and go. I'm not talking to somebody at all. Check your hair before you go to church. Because it will either honor God or dishonor him. Because if the hair is not properly scented and you didn't dress it well and you are sitting by somebody and they say taking a deep breath, what should the person do? Give a big clap offering to Jesus. Don't just appear. Send me Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of your increase. And then one day in honoring God, God demanded an offering. The, the, we are not told particularly that God demanded, but the Bible talks about two boys. One was called Abel, the other one was called Cain. Ten that ten. And Adam knew his wife. And she conceived and bare Cain. And he said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Verse number two, and she bare again his brother Abel. So the two of them were born by the same woman. Same condition, same circumstances, same father, same mother, on the same land. The process and procedure by which they came into the world was the same, but their attitude towards God was different. Their attitude towards God was different. But they came from the same father and mother. Oh, you know, if I, my circumstances were different, I may do something different. No. Same circumstances. Eh? They were born by the same father, born by the same mother. But then it came to an area of their vocation and God dichotomized their lives because
because one was a keeper of sheep and the other one was a tiller of the ground. But if you look at it on the basis of opportunity, both of them had opportunity. Opportunity to get money. Opportunity to create substance. One was a keeper of sheep. The other one was a tiller of the ground. You don't get spirit from the ground. You get material things from the ground. And you don't get you don't get spirit from sheep. You get material things from sheep. So one produced sheep and produced fat, wool, and things like that. The other one to produce substance from the ground. Verse number three. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord and Abel he also brought of them. He brought of the firstlings of the flock and of the fat thereof. In Nigeria we say thereof. And God or the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but to Cain, but unto Cain and to his offering, the Lord had not respect. And Cain was very rough, wrath, and his countenance fell. This is powerful scripture. They brought offerings unto the Lord. Now we don't know the reason why Cain's offering was rejected and um, Abel's offering was accepted. That word um, respect is the Hebrew word shah. And it means to gaze at or to gaze about, to inspect or to consider. So Abel put down his offering. God came and looked at it, inspected it, and maybe looked at all the angels and said, this is good. Then he looked at Cain's offering, looked at all the angels and said, mm -mm, rejected. And the Bible said, look at verse 4. Abel brought also the offerings of the first flocks, of the firstlings of his flock, and of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. So God respected the man and his offering. That means God treats your offering the same way he treats you. Let me tell you this. The kind of church we built here will determine how people receive me when I go to preach. Let me explain very, very simple. If anybody is watching me via WhatsApp, Periscope, Facebook, and sees the building in which I stand to preach in Bogatanga, when I'm coming to you in Accra or London or America, you will treat me with a difference because you know what where I'm coming from. You know my environment even in a poor place. But if I do anything anyhow here, when I move out of here, it's the same way God will make people receive me. You know why whenever we leave Africa and go Europe, they treat us the way they treat us? It's because the people see our countries on television every day. That is why the journalists should stop showing some of the places they show on TV because there are people in America who don't know that Sasako Valley exists in Bogatanga. And there are many people in Kumasi who have not seen the kind of buildings we have on the Navrongo Road. They have not seen the kind of buildings some of you living and some of you operate in 
or all they do is that they are in Accra and they keep seeing these mud houses and when the presidents come they show them young people and women and men in cultural dances who are practically naked so that is the image they have about us but I'll tell you ladies and gentlemen that what you give to God, what you package for God, the way you appear in front of God, the honor you give him is the honor people will give you when you move out. So I pray that anything you are doing for God, may you put in all your heart and put in all your spirit and do it with distinction and excellence and stop saying that, you know what, as for me, I'm from the ground. I'm from the ground. I, I, I farm in the ground. I, I till the ground. What I can get from the ground is what I'm going to take God. Ah, God gave me the ground and he gave me Mankani and gave me Dundumbanza and God gave me Brobe from the ground. So what God gave me is what I'm going to carry and I'm going to give it to God. Ah, you are using your circumstances. You are using the ground from which you came. You are looking at your situation and you are literally blaming God for what he has made you. Well, I didn't make myself a frafra man. I didn't create myself to stay in Bogatanga. God created me a frafra man. He put me in Bogatanga, surrounded me with poverty and God, what you gave me is what I'm bringing to you. You gave me one talent. I buried your talent and I'm bringing you your talent because you gave me of the ground. What can I do? You gave me the ground. You you gave me plantain. You you gave me yam, dundumbaza and, con, and, 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 and cocoa yam and you gave me brobe. So if you are asking for an offering, I can only bring you what I have. What I have is this thing I've taken from the ground and I'm just bringing it to you. But there is another person who God will give something little. And they say that, you know what, God gave me something little, but with wisdom, with diligence, I'm going to produce something out of it. You know, God created me a from man. He planted me in Bogatanga. The situation is not good. I'm surrounded by poverty. But you know what? What I don't have by way of money, I'm going to use passion. I'm going to use energy. I'm going to use commitment. Even if I die in what I'm doing, I'm going to go a step further. I'm going to squeeze water out of a rock. I'm going to make the impossible possible. That I'm going to stay in this place, but I will not let people use my circumstances to accuse my God and say God has something good to me I will stay in these circumstances but I will come up with excellence and distinction and people will look at me and they will say it is God that made a way in the wilderness and it is God that made rivers in the desert they are saying that you know what I will not let my circumstances be used by the enemies of God to blackmail God I pray in the name of Jesus that there is somebody here who will say that God made me a pillar of the ground but I will give him something more than something from the ground I will give him now watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this watch this. God made him a pillar of the ground but with a little wisdom Macruby, he could have sold the yam sold the cocoa yam sold the brobe and gone to buy a sheep to offer to God. What are you talking about? He could have done that. But Cain felt that God accepts anything. He didn't know that God is fastidious. Oh, Every day when we come with our offerings to give to God, I see Cain and Abel in the church every day. Somebody gives your offering, but 
God says, mm. another person gives it, God says, mm. second person comes, God says, dead. Some of you dropping yours, God says, mm. the poor man comes, one city, God says, mm. the rich man comes, 50 Ghana, God says, mm. he could have done more. Ladies and gentlemen, every day, God is marking the offering register. Every day, there are approvals and disapprovals. May you come to the place where you understand that when you give an offering, you are not giving it to the church. You are either honoring God or dishonoring God. You are either insulting God or lifting up his name. So Cain brought an offering and insulted God. The Bible said, God did not have respect unto Cain and his offering. But unto Abel and his offering, the Lord had respect. That means the respect God gives your offering is likely to be the respect he will give to you. Are you understanding? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Sometimes I meet people and, oh, Brother Sud is a man of revelation. Ah, that man is very anointed. I want his anointing. But I can tell you, it's not the study and the prayer I think the driving force behind my ministry and life is giving. It's giving. This evening I was walking, I was walking, trying to come out to church. I said, young lady, I said, oh, you have to give an offering today. God will treat you the way he treats your offering. So when you bring the offering and God says, poor, you yourself is saying poor. When you bring the offering and God smiles on you. That, that, that word to respect means to honor. To, to look at something. Inspect it. Go near something and look at it again. So God said, God said, hey, what kind of offering is this? It's like the woman who gave, is it uh, how many? The woman who gave the, 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 the widow's mite. Two mites. Eh? And then Jesus said, wow, this woman has given more than everybody. And then he said, this woman has given all her living. So Jesus looked at the woman's two minds and said, this is somebody's life. So God is not seeing two minds. He's seeing your life. Whenever you give an offering, what does God see? Your surplus. Because I'm telling you, most of the offerings you give to God, even if a thief stole that money from you, you will not notice And what you are giving to God. If you gave up, you didn't give up, you wouldn't notice a change. And may you learn to give offerings to God, not on emotional sentiments, but by faith. And whenever you carry that offering, you know you are honoring God. But I see some people ask a question, they say, why do we say an offering went to God when actually the church collected that offering and they bought organ, they bought a carpet for the church and still they said we give the money to God. Philippians chapter 4 and the verse number 18. Paul is saying I have all 
I abound, I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things that were sent unto you, an order of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well pleasing unto God. Can I hear somebody say an amen? Oh, come on, shout an amen. Are you enjoying the teaching? May a revolution take place in your life. May, may a revolution take place in your giving life. And chairman, this month, I decided to stay home because of this teaching. And my intention is that no matter how hard you are, one of the word will fall into your spirit. Because some of you, if I don't teach for one month, it won't enter. Because up till now, Sunday didn't like a kid. Zina didn't wire. Home poor ego put in a milk and can't. I'm a Sunday one living up. Sunday in someone a period like a kid. Tuesday one living up. La Sankanke next Sunday one living up. Malaho. Marcano. Malaho. Come on, give a big clap offering to Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, Paul is saying, Epaphroditus or Philippians. You sent me some gifts and I have received from Epaphroditus. I have all. He didn't say God has all. He says, I have it. I have all. I abound and I am full. Because I received of Epaphroditus the things that were sent from you to me. So, anything you sent, I received it. I used it. I ate it. If it was a piece of pair of shoe, I wore the shoe. If it was a shirt, I wore the shirt. If it was money, I spent it to buy coffee broke man, plantain and granite. But I received it by the order of the sweet smell and the sacrifice acceptable was well pleasing unto God. In other words, I received it but ultimately, the thing went to God. I will explain. This afternoon I was there. Mommy gave me kenke. But the kenke I ate is what is preaching now to the glory of God. Without that kenke, I would have been lying on a mattress calling for help. So finally, the thing was not just kinky. The thing was energy for spiritual delivery. So, she might have thought that we are just giving the man kinky. But she was actually preparing the body to minister. If somebody gave me this shirt as a gift, the person was preparing the body for ministry. If somebody gave me an iPad, the person is preparing me and equipping me for ministry. So, I have all, I am full, I abound, but you gave it to me because my life is unto the glory of God. And when I use what you put on me, or what you give me, when I put it in me, it empowers me to glorify God. If you give it to the church, it empowers the church to glorify God. So ultimately, the church will use what you have brought. So you will bring the money, they use the money and buy microphone speakers. This evening, 
I was there, I received a very nice email from the Reverend Victor Window and his department. And when Victor gives you an email and he's bossing you, thank God for your ministry and thank God for your life. You know what is coming. He's about to ask for equipment. So he started off, oh, your ministry around the world. Um, we thank you for your gift, the gift of God around the world. And then you are, you are this and this. And we, you need the technical um, expertise and technical equipment to go with your ministry, which is global. I said, mm-hmm. Then he now, he now went to the main thing. Therefore, we want to request. Mm-hmm. Then they now gave me a long list and then gave me a figure. Thousand something something they need for equipment to make the broadcast good. So when you bring your offering, we use it to pay for things like that. Then the broadcast is reaching the whole world. That is why sometimes I have a problem with people who, who during a service when they are giving offerings, some of them come online on Facebook and they make comments. Why are they receiving offering? If they were not receiving offering, will you listen and see, will you listen to the message and see the ministration you are seeing from Bogatanga? All your ancestors don't know where Bogatanga is. And the people that will be born after you many many generations later will never step in this Bogatanga so if there is a man here and there is a church committee here and there is a church technical team here and they are making sure that the voice in the wilderness you can hear it you are supposed to be praising God instead of complaining so they will use the sacrifice and buy technical equipment Camera, this stand. I can tell you it's not made in Bogatanga. We ordered this from Australia. Haven't we tried? I could have looked for a campinta in town. Look for bamboo sticks and give him. And tell him, I'm a Nabda man. I give it to him and say, Bam, see, Nail something for me. And they would nail some Atlanta pulpit. I come and put it down. And I tell you that. Where we are, this is what we can afford. But then, the man of God and the church board decide that we are going to press and do something excellent. We are going to do something so that if anybody from Accra comes here or somebody from London comes here, we will not embarrass our land. And we are going to do something in such a way that anytime any of you leave town and you go to church in another part of the world, Kumasi or Accra, you don't go into the church and get confused. Because if we don't do here like this, you can get to a church in Accra. And when they say sin, I say, Nina's here. Nina's here. They say sin, I don't. I'm going to stand. Mm-mm-mm. I can't sit on a chair like this. But what we try to do here by the grace of God is to provide an atmosphere where when you go anywhere in the world, you will not be intimidated. So, I have received it. I have spent it. We use the offering to buy a chair. But why are they saying the offering went to God? The thing is that you got the money with your life. You got the money with your energy. You got the money with your time. 
And when God looks at the money, he sees your life in it. Then they use the money to buy all these things and do the ministry. Pay staff to do the ministry. Buy equipment. Do. Build church buildings. And so on and so forth. When God sees the offering, somebody give me 20 Ghana. Now, the money George just gave me, God is not just looking at 20 Ghana. God is looking at the energy, the wisdom, the power, the strength he put into getting this money. So the smell of his sweat, the smell of his life, the smell of the love he put into getting this money and gave it to the church, that smell goes to God. So this money may go and buy a bottle of water to be used in the church. But God will be smelling the man's life, smelling the man's love, smelling the energy with which the man got the money. 